It's pointless. It's irrelevant. It's things that matter with Mike and Neb. Welcome to the show, everybody. It's things that matter with Mike and Neb. I'm Nevin Barrich. He's Michael Feldman. Things that matter with Mike and Nev can be found on Spotify. Mike, I got to start by giving you credit, buddy, because uh, we've been trying to uh, record this episode for the last couple of days. We were hoping to have it uh, published earlier in the week ahead of the new season of Cobra Kai season four that's going to be dropping this Friday on Netflix. But uh, you've been having some issues at home. Uh, The power went out. The internet went out. The gas went out. Because people have to realize, Mike, that in Southern California, we're not yeah. used to actual weather, and we've had right. a lot of rain recently, so we don't have the infrastructure to handle water falling out of the sky. It is. It has been just unreal. I mean, I, you know, I, it, it's almost as if the, the heavens above, Nev, did not want us to record this episode, uh, you know, for some reason, uh, you know, and, and get it out there in time. But you know what? I'm going to be editing this thing right after we record here, and we're going to get this thing I, out there. I don't care if I have to drive to, I don't know, to Utah or something to post it. I, you know, it's going to happen. You probably, I think you'd probably be okay driving to like Nevada or Arizona or Oregon, yeah. a state that's closer to Utah. But I, I, I love the drive. I love the enthusiasm. We yeah, want to make was- sure that this was going to drop before this season aired. I you love know- it, buddy. Thank you. You're welcome. And you know what? I don't know why I've been talking about I, I think I mentioned to you that I was joking at one point that I wanted to move to Utah uh, after all this, after all this, you know, I thought, I thought it was apart. Canada. I Well, I think I said Canada, too. But but I, I've said Utah to somebody at least once today. I don't know what it, what's up with Utah. Like, I, I don't I, know why I'm thinking about it. There, I, there's no, I, I don't have any relatives there. I don't have like friends really there. I don't know what, what the deal is. I hear it's a beautiful state. I, sure. And, you know, maybe they have good infrastructure, unlike Southern California when it rains. It, can't, it certainly can't be any worse. I'll give you that, at least when it comes to the weather, for sure. You know, Mike, uh, before we go in uh, to today's episode, a, a couple of things. One, I have to apologize to our listeners for the last episode, Mike, because here's what happened. Uh, we had been, you know, pushing uh, or talking about doing an episode about Karate Kid and Cobra Kai for a long time. We did the first part uh, in our last episode. And uh, I got some feedback. You know, people liked the episode, but a lot of people ask, you know, why didn't you guys just talk about the whole thing at once? You know, talk about Karate mm. Kid and go all the Cobra Kai. And I, that's my fault because I, I, we did the episode. I was in the parking lot of my cat's veterinarian waiting, right. waiting for some medicine that was taking forever and it was pouring rain. And I wanted to drive home before the weather got too bad. And I was worried about recording and driving at the same time. So, folks, that's totally on me. Michael would have been willing to do a longer episode. So we did it all in one shot. But uh, that was on me. I was the one that said, no, let's make it a two-parter because of the circumstances. So I apologize. But it's going to be a great episode today. Uh, We're going to focus a lot on the new season of Cobra Kai, uh, uh, especially – the return of uh, Terry Silver, the iconic Karate Kid villain that was played brilliantly by Thomas Ian Griffith. But before we start, Mike, uh, our last episode, you had a little bit of a teaser. You gave us a <laughs> teaser for this episode, and uh, I, I, I can't wait to hear it, man. I'm, I'm, di- I'm dying to know. So tell me, tell me, what, what are we teasing here? Sure, sure. So I think what we were talking about, uh, you know, at the end of uh, last episode was, you know, we were talking about kind of the 
the crew and you know like like how how amazing it was that the you know cobra kai had really uh done justice to the uh done justice the kind of the you know the karate kid vision right and everything and mm -hmm. was really expanding it and we started talking about the director you know that mm -hmm. that um you know the director uh, john john avildsen right mm -hmm. maybe i'm mispronouncing his name but i think it's john avildsen. i think that's right yeah 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 and he uh you know that that uh you know and, and just that that he directed the you know the first three films Right. And everything was great. And anyways, he um, I found out through a little research uh, a couple of really funny things. So, you know, number one is that he uh, he also directed Rocky. Oh, right? my God, he did. Yes. Which he, is very exciting. I, oh, I, I OK, I can't believe I didn't even think of that. See, I cannot but, believe I didn't think we did. We, how, many, how many Rocky episodes have we done since we lost yeah, the park? At least I, two. I know. I know. Wow! Oh, that 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 that's me dropping the ball right there. Oh my well, God! It gets funnier or better to me. I mean, I mean that that's not funny. That's super cool. But here's the <laughs> fun part. Apparently, after you know, after Karate Kid three, right? Like Ralph Macchio and like all the all the uh, you know, like people didn't want to come back. You know, it was like this whole you know they were they thought like the franchise was done and blah blah blah. And apparently, John Avildsen really wanted to continue it and one of his big pitches that he was obsessed about was uh combining Brocky and the Karate Kid no in some way what the apparently Ralph Macho talked about how apparently the continuation was the idea was what if Rocky and and LaRusso had had kids and that they were related in some way like like that <laughs> like that Rocky and and LaRusso's I don't know sons daughters whatever would like have a battle or something wow like, like this was the idea and i just I, this is the ultimate one of the ultimate what if situations to me because i i wow. don't care if it would have been great or terrible i would watch that more than almost anything else i can think of okay i'm gonna be honest okay i yeah. absolutely would watch it because i'm a yeah. huge karate kid fan and you know i'm a huge rocky fan like one of the biggest rocky fans out there right but you know, I think last episode we talked about how they there were so many pitches to like continue the Karate Kid legacy, and how the dumbest one that Billy Zabka, who plays Johnny Lawrence, ever got was from Pat Morita himself, in which Mr. Miyagi would need an operation, and right. Johnny Lawrence would be like the doctor, and that was like the dumbest idea like he ever heard for like kind of like a relaunch or continuation. I think you might have just topped it with this I, Rocky Karate Kid collaboration because I just I don't know. I mean, it, I you know it's, I think I, I would have gone in with like no expectations, so maybe I would have really liked it. Right. But uh I I I, I, I it kills me to say it. I'm glad that idea did not come to fruition. Oh yeah, I mean I think look I look the the odds are so heavily in favor of it being terrible, right? Like mm -hmm. it making just no sense. You know, just everything being really, really rough. And I think that, um, I don't know, it's funny, man. I feel like, I feel like, you know, that would have really hurt, like, the reputation of the Karate Kid franchise, mm -hmm. probably, and made it so that it would be really unlikely that, like, Cobra Kai even gets made, you know, just because people would not have been clamoring for it. So, no, I'm, I'm very glad that it didn't happen, but I just love it as a what-if scenario. Oh, absolutely. And hysterical. The funny thing is, it's like I almost I almost kind of think that if you did some sort of collaboration today, I think it might go over better because both mm. series are kind of on high notes right now. Because right. the time frame we're talking about, let's figure early 90s, uh, the Karate Kid franchise was dead. You know, Karate Kid 3 did not do well in the box office. And then there was the next Karate Kid in 94 that starred Pat Morita and Hilary Swank, which, by the way, Mike, I actually yeah. rewatched earlier this week. It's, it's on Netflix oh, right now. Okay. Yeah, I've yeah. got I've got to tell you, it's 
it's cute. It's it's dumb, but it but it, it's 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 fun. it's a it's a decent picture. I as a I think I actually encourage Credit Kid fans to go back and watch it because I think if you've seen it before, I think now you'll enjoy the film more with like the rose covered glasses of Cobra Kai and the overall uh, regaining in popularity of the franchise. It it, it was sure. not as bad as I remember. In fact, I actually it was it was decent. It was entertaining. It was enjoyable. I gave it a mild thumbs up. You know, not 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 a great you know, huge piece of cinema, but they they weave in Mr. Miyagi enough where, like I said, it it, it works. It's, it's it's entertaining. So it was. Yeah. Good. I think it's funny. I think like that would do much better today, given the popularity uh, uh, of of the franchise. Like you know, but in like the early '90s, like the Karate Kid franchise was dead. The Rocky franchise was dead. You know, Rocky Five, which came out in 1990. Did, was was also considered uh, a flop at the box office. Uh, didn't do nearly as well as its predecessors. And Sylvester Stallone tried for years mm. to do a Rocky Six. I mean, from like I think earlier mid '90s on, it took him over ten years uh, for it to get made. So I think if they had done that collaboration uh, it, it, in that time frame, early mid '90s, I, I think the movie would have been dead on arrival. Interesting. Yeah, probably. I yeah, I don't know. It's it's an interesting thing. I mean, it's just again, what if? Really mm -hmm. cool. But you know what? Why don't we? Uh, why don't we start talking about you know what yes. actually happened? Oh, wait a minute. Wait, Mike. I I've got to say one oh. more thing, and I have to yeah. out my I have to out myself too. I just realized something. I just yeah. I can't believe this. We're talking about Karate Kid and Rocky. Bill Conti, who did the uh, music yes. for Karate Kid, also did the music for Rocky. Yes, he did. He did Gonna guy. Fly Now, and I and I I did I didn't make I didn't mention that either. What is wrong with me? I don't know, man. What is wrong? I think I think I got so excited about like Karate Kid and, and Cobra Kai. I just, my focus was so lasered on that that I'm not thinking about anything else. Right, yeah. But to, to even to the exclusion of Rocky, which is like, I'm just, I, you know, wow. You know, okay. What's funny though to me too about it, to, to be, you know, fair to your situation, I guess, is that I, I, don't, th I don't think of them as being that similar. You know, you know what I mean? Like, no, like yeah. I mean, I guess they kind of are, but, but, you know, like sort of an underdog kind of thing, maybe, but, but, I don't know. Like, I like I, I don't think of them as being like the most I, I wouldn't like immediately if, if I was to watch Karate Kid and watch Rocky, I wouldn't immediately go, oh, yeah, same director and same composer. Very true. You know, like, right. So, mm -hmm. that, that, no, to be fair, I don't. You know, yeah. I mean, it's they're different. That's a good point. They, they, thanks for giving me an out. I'm going to gladly You're take welcome. it. Because trying, it's, it's true. I Like when I think when I watch Rocky, I don't think Karate Kid and vice versa. So actually credit to John Avelson for making, you know, two iconic movies that really, you know, yeah, you, you, if, you, if you look at them with a critical eye, you can point out similarities. But at the end of the day, really came across as two completely different movies that people uh, don't connect. And I mean that as a compliment. But, yeah. but like you were saying, let's get into Cobra Kai. Let's get into season four. And obviously, the big deal about uh, season four is a couple things. Uh, the fight for the all for the uh, all valley is on. It's yep. Cobra Kai versus the combination of Miyagi Do and Eagle Fang, which is the new name that uh, <laughs> uh, Johnny Lawrence came up with uh, for his old uh, Cobra Kai uh, students. And they left off uh, season three uh, with a couple of with a couple of things. Uh, one, all sides agreeing that uh, whoever whichever dojo won the All Valley could stay while the other one goes. So it's basically right. Cobra Kai uh, with with uh, John Kreese versus. Um, Miyagi Do Eagle Fang with uh, Daniel LaRusso and Johnny Lawrence made the best dojo win. But also at the very end of, of the last episode, you see John Kreese make a phone call in which he says, Hi, it's yeah, it's been a lot's me, it's been a long time. And the presumption was that he was making a call 
to my probably the most iconic Karate Kid villain out there in Terry Silver. And right. it's obviously long been confirmed that Terry Silver, played by Thomas Ian Griffith, is coming back uh, for season four of Cobra Kai. He is going to have a, a huge role. He was fe- he's been featured every trailer, including the initial one, which which I think only featured him. Right. And what I love about this, I, I love this Mike for so many reasons. For, for one, you know, just Cobra Kai in general has been so great about bringing in main characters from the original films. Obviously, <laughs> there was a Martin Cove as as John Kreese. They brought back a uh, Randy Heller who played a uh, Daniel Russo's mom, uh, Elizabeth Shue who played Allie. They brought her in. They brought in uh, Tamlin T- uh, Tamita as Kumiko, Yuri Okamoto as, as Chosen, and they they brought in all these characters uh, from the, the the movies. That was it seemed like inevitable that uh, you know Terry Silver was going to come back. But what I love about this is that we talked last episode about how Karate Kid Three was not considered a good movie. A lot of negative reviews mm-hmm. uh, really ended the franchise on a low note. But the one great thing about the movie in my view and apparently in the view of several other fans was terry silver mm-hmm. he was he's such he was such an iconic villain that really kind of got lost in the shuffle for so long because the movie uh was just considered to be a flop basically so he didn't really get the the love and the love and adulation that he deserves i'm so happy that he's getting it now because this is terry silver is is the the benefactor uh, uh, behind Cobra Kai, uh, he right. and, and John Kreese basically founded it together. They're old Vietnam War buddies. Right. Uh, you and in, in in Karate Kid Three, um, Terry makes a mention that uh, John Kreese saved his life. Uh, in, in Cobra Kai season three, you see flashbacks uh, from Vietnam where you actually see it happen. You actually see John Kreese saving his life, and Terry Silver saying, "You know, uh, you know, whatever you need, you know, I'm I'm with you for life." You know, basically making that bond. So. And Terry Silver in Karate Kid 3, he is an asshole. And I mean that in a great way because well, he's a yeah. fantastic sure. asshole, Mike. Sure. I mean, this guy, he he dumps nuclear waste for a living. Yeah. I mean, he bribes grand juries. Uh, he, he, he J- John Kreese comes to him, hat in hand, and, and Terry Silver says, you know what, I'm going to put you back on the feet. We're going to get revenge for the people that hurt you. All this stuff. It, it just, and, and Mike, he was rocking, if you remember, the the late 80s, early 90s ponytail. Remember oh, first, yeah. Remember in our oh. first episode back, we were talking about the man bun and how the problem was <laughs> that, you know, too many people who shouldn't be wearing man buns have man buns. and. Right. I'm going to say something a little politically incorrect here, Mike. Okay. Okay. Like, I'm, I'm ready for it. Wait, okay. Actually, wait, I'm not ready for it. Hold on. Okay. Take, take a couple breaths. Get ready. Get yourself situated. All right. Hold on. All right. I'm ready. Okay. So listen, I am all for our current culture of tolerance. Okay. Let That's people good, be. Man. Yeah. 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 You know I, what? That's a good statement to make. Okay. Yeah. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm setting it up, baby. I'm setting it up. Wow. Okay. Like, listen. I'm I'm so thrilled. Everybody can be who they want to be, who they're comfortable with being. It, it's it's wonderful. I think we need to continue to evolve that. Uh-huh. Having said that, let's. I think we can all agree that a drawback to that are things like the man bun. Oh sure. it, Yeah. I mean, it's like, oh, what the fuck's going on here? It's like, wait, is this is this what we had in mind? So you know, but we can't say anything because that's the current culture we live in, right? The culture that we live in. Whereas in the 80s and early 90s, only certain people could rock that ponytail. You know, you had to be an asshole. You had to be rich. You had to be cool. You had to be be evil. Yes, exactly. And guess what? If you had the ponytail and you shouldn't have been rocking the ponytail, some people would just cut that shit off and say no. 
No, that's not allowed. That's not you. You're not cool. You're you're not you're not oh. rich. And oh. that, you know what I mean? And that, I, I do. Sorry, I'm I'm just laughing. I'm trying to laugh a little quietly. Here. <laughs> no, laugh. Bring it out. Bring it out. Well, what I love about this is, you know, we we have been we have been on this podcast. You know, we've been kind of transitioning to be being more of like a. Uh, you know, media and, you know, sort of like a review, you know, sort of doing reviews and all that stuff, mm-hmm. you know, but, but, you know, but we started off and, and we'll probably still continue, of course, but, you know, we started off doing more of just like, you know, things that are, that are not the most important things to care about. Right. You know, but, mm-hmm. but, but that we do care about and we were calling them out. This is like, I feel like we're getting back to our roots here mm-hmm. uh, beautifully with this, with this, this discussion. And I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm here for it, Nev. I love it. <laughs> Bring and it up. And Terry Silver was that character. I mean, yeah. he was a guy that could rock that ponytail. He was just basically pure evil on so many levels. I mean, he he, he goes to Daniel and Miyagi, pretends to be somebody he's not, tells right. him that John Kreese died all to get them under his good graces so that he can corrupt Daniel and make him think going into the tournament that like this whole, like this whole, like weird, like, but, but amazing plan where basically Daniel was going to go in thinking he was invincible. Then he'd get his ass kicked and in right. front of everybody. And it was right. like, and he's got the evil laugh and it's just, Oh, it's such an amazing character. And Mike, I read something very interesting mm-hmm. uh, recently that I didn't, I did not know was that, um, you know, in the movie, uh, uh, Terry Silver, he also, he's also a member of Cobra Kai. He knows karate. So obviously he's, he's a karate master, black belt, uh, whatever. Like well, the first, the first uh, scene you see him is him uh, sparring a couple of guys and beating the shit out of them. What I didn't know was that it wasn't until after he was cast in the role of Terry Silver that the, the directors didn't even know that Thomas Ian Griffith knew karate, knew martial oh, arts. So they actually, they actually had to rewrite the script to, to, to factor that in they wanted to show it off so wow. it's just it's amazing to me like you would just assume but like no they, they had no idea it was only afterwards like oh yeah i know karate very well and you know so oh it's, we got to bring that into the movie so i don't know it's just it's just phenomenal that's a, that's really funny that that sounds like one of those things you know you know where where you cast someone in a role right you know not necessarily like especially for tv you know not necessarily knowing what talents they might have mm-hmm. right you know you're casting them for their looks or their you know acting chops whatever you know, and it's like, and it's like, if a show's successful and time goes on, you know, sometimes it's like you incorporate some random skill that the person has into an episode just because you know you find out about it, and it's like, oh, let's write that in, and it changes everything. You know, it's like I, that's that's really fun. Um, yeah, you know, it's funny. I was thinking about this. I, I you know, with with Karate Kid three and with with Terry Silver, because like, I I think what's so great about him coming back to Cobra Kai, right? You know, the the show now, mm-hmm. you know, coming back to Cobra Kai and doing this is that. I think the reason that Cobra Kai has been so successful to me is that, you know, it's definitely, you know, you know, it's definitely expanding on a lot of the characters. And in many cases, there's, you know, kind of more profound than you would expect character studies of a lot of them and, you know, getting into motivations and mm-hmm. you know, all that stuff. Right. But it, what it also leans into really hard is the cheesiness of a lot of it, right? Mm-hmm. And the over the topness of a lot of it, which is great. I mean, it's you know, it's a huge breeze part of why I love I love the Karate Kid, and a lot of people do. And so, to me, Terry Silver is like a perfect blend of those two things, right? Where it's like his background and his evilness is is in the film. I think you know, not inexplicable. But it's like, but it's like so over the top that mm-hmm. it's like, okay, what's going on here? Like this, you know, he's mm-hmm. almost like a like a cartoon villain in a way, for sure. Film, right? And and it's like, and, but but you know, he's great, mm-hmm. and 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 you know, makes it makes it makes it work. I mean, Thomas Ian Griffith, Griffith does a great job, but um, 
but I think that with Cobra Kai, like it's you know it's going to be great because he'll he'll fit right in, mm-hmm. you know, and 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 you know, and take it up a notch and everything. But but I am, I mean, I know we've seen flashbacks of what happened in Vietnam and everything, you know, in season three. But I mean, I'm just excited to see that character get you know get more time, mm-hmm. you know, and get and get get you know just just yeah just he'll be able to act more you know and, mm-hmm. and do all this fun stuff i mean i was well go ahead i, I think you were oh saying. i was just gonna say yeah. so here's here's the interesting thing about what what the uh, netflix has been teasing yeah. about the return of Terry silver and i uh i gotta i gotta warn our, our listeners this is coming up is a, is a it's called a minor spoiler minor okay. spoiler because you know how they were how, how netflix were, have, has released uh parts of scenes of season four just a few just a right. few they've released parts of scenes um, where you know you kind of get a glimpse as to what you know what storylines uh, are or what they might be. So one of the very interesting things that seems like they're going to be doing of Terry Silver is, as we mentioned in Karate Kid Three, he was pure evil. However, when uh, they bring him back for season four of Cobra Kai, there's plenty of indications where, at least at the start, when when he's first reintroduced, he's not like the evil character. Okay. That he used to be, and this is very interesting. And I, I, I'm going to—I don't—I don't know if you had a chance to see it, but let me describe real quick for our listeners a uh, a, 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 part, a part of a scene that uh, Netflix released uh, very recently. Uh, John Kreese uh, comes to Terry Silver's home. It's this beautiful mansion somewhere of the California mountains, and uh, he seems like he's going around the back. So it sounds like he wasn't exactly like invited into the home. He's going around the back, and as he's walking, he sees uh, a maid. Um, carrying uh, uh, a big tray, seems like it has like some ice, maybe a bunch of glasses on it. One of the glasses falls to the ground. The gla- the ground is grass, so uh, the glass doesn't break. And Terry Silver uh, comes out and helps uh, the lady pick up the glass and takes the tray. And he's he's dressed. Uh, he's just very nice. Uh, not. Not over the top. It's very uh, just a, 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 a button-down shirt that seems open to the collar. Uh, a blue jacket. His hair is not in a ponytail, Mike. His hair is is is, fa- is fairly long. Right. Uh, it's white. He's wearing uh, glasses. Very 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 unobtrusive. Very just like um, yeah, like Zen almost. The, almost Zen. Zen is a perfect word. And it's just it's funny. It's a very brief scene. And then like he uh, it's a, he's only seen very briefly, and he he has a hint of a smile, but but the that's a void of menace. So there's there's nothing on his face that indicates evil. He then sees John Kreese. And his and his first words to John Kreese is, "What do you want?" Okay, and it's not said in a very nice way. And then John Kreese says, "You know, hey, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not here to cause trouble." And that's pretty much the the, the scene. So Ooh. it's it's very brief. I don't even think thirty seconds long, but it shows Terry Silver in a light that we did not see him in at all in Karate Kid Three. It right. shows him in a uh, you know not an evil light. That it seems like he's changed his ways, and this actually uh, fits in well with uh, the theory uh, going into this season because the scenes that they did show uh, Terry Silver in, you know, his uh, his hair was long; he was not in a ponytail. Right. Um, it, his his clothing was almost described as disheveled, which I, I don't think is really the case. I think it's really more like he's just dressing differently. It's like it's not like everything's up to the nines. You know, I think he's still dressed fine, but not like in a show offy way. And so I think there was there was. Um, Talk about well, is he maybe down his luck because you know he was he was he his job was dumping nuclear waste and I don't think that that really goes over well today you know so who knows but there was all these theories but I think what we pretty much can confirm that at least at the start 
of Cobra Kai season four that Terry Silver is not quite the evil character that uh, we grew to love in, in Karate Kid 3. And I, for one, Mike, am actually really excited about that because, you know, it, I guess in yeah. thinking about it, it would have been really easy to just bring him back and he's evil and then, and, and people would have ate it up. I would have eaten it up and like, oh my God, he's back, right. great, he's evil, blah, blah, blah. Right. But I think instead, what we're going to, and this is just me projecting, but I think instead what we're going to see is we're going to see, you know, him like, uh, we're going to see a new Terry Silver and then maybe kind of shift back and him see that character back into the old Terry Silver. So there's, they're, they're, they've added a lot of layers to this character. And I, I'm really excited to just dive into the series and peel those layers. Yeah. You know, and, and actually, I just realized something that's really cool. I well, just just in thinking about like the the evolution of these characters, right? You know, now you know Tony Larusso, right, is has been like Terry Silver, like a success. You mean Daniel? So you mean Daniel Larusso? I mean, Dan, did I say Tony Larusso? And for a second, I'm like, wait you know a minute. What? It's like you know why? Because I think yeah. in in the in, in the series, um, the yeah. uh, the son, Daniel Larusso's son, wow. is named Anthony. Yeah, yeah that's right. So, okay. so I, my my there, like that's Tony Larusso. Great. We're, this is all about giving each other an out today. I, I there you go. It. And thank you. Yeah. No, but but yes. Sorry. Wow. Yeah. No. No. But but that. I'm just going to say Larusso now to play it safe. That, uh, <laughs> no. But but you know. But Larusso has been at this point, right? A a successful businessman, mm -hmm. right? And you know, you know, he's evolved into that, and you know, you know, with Cobra Kai. So it'll be interesting because Terry Silver and him can relate in that way now, mm. right? In a way that they couldn't before. And Interesting. I, wonder, I, I just want, I'm just thinking about kind of like, you know, what the implications of it being, you know, them much older and being adults and, and Terry Silver not necessarily being evil right away. Mm -hmm. You know, it, I don't know. It'll be really it'll be really interesting to see, you know, to see kind of how how it all plays out. I mean, I don't know, you know, because the, the other thing that's interesting to me is like Terry Silver in three was kind of depicted as like an evil genius. Yes. Right? Like he yes. really, you know, had the, you know, as you were saying earlier, had this really elaborate plan and all mm -hmm. this stuff. And it's like, I just wonder if, I don't know, like I wonder if him and I, I, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm sort of. No, I, I think we were trying moment. to say is like, is he, yeah. Is he going to be the evil genius this time around? Is, is he, or is he, yeah. or is he going to, or is this time, is John Kreese going to take the lead and right. Terry Silver's going to follow? Right, exactly. Like, I just wonder, I just wonder what's going to happen with all that. Like, that's a, that's a cool concept, you know, that I, that I, I, it's, it's cool because, you know, like I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, look, I watch a ton of TV. I watch a ton of movies. I know all the tropes. I can often predict the plot lines and everything, you know, where things are going to go. I can't think of how that's going to work out. Like, I don't know what's going to happen. That's really exciting. And that's what's really great about the Cobra Kai series in general, as they've brought in these, uh, the, the, the reintroduced uh, characters from, from, main characters from the movies, yeah. is that you don't, you're not exactly sure how they're going to be used. You, there's, there's all these potential scenarios and theories, but they all play out really, really well in the fact that not only is it very well done, but you're just, it, it never quite plays out as you might think. Right. It's like, it, it'd be very hard to guess completely how how this character is going to play out and it, they just do such a great job and like you just said with terry silver it's the same thing i don't exactly know how this is going to go you know even even after he figure figure out figure he returns to the old terry silver but how's that going to work how's it going to play out is he going to be the same as before i i don't know and that that's what's right. so exciting and that's what's so cool. great it's like you know this character is coming and that's that's one of the things the great things that though they've built uh how they built up uh the the um 
um, what's the word I'm looking for, Mike? I'm sorry. The uh, the reintroduction of Terry Silver is that yeah. it basically had built they built it up all throughout season three um, that he was going to come back at some point. It right. was especially with the Vietnam flashbacks. So you had a figure he was going to be coming. So the fact that it's official he's coming back was of no shock to anybody. But how? But, but despite that, how they're doing it, how they're building it, and how there's this mystery about how they're going to bring the character back and reintroduce him with the added layers, that, that we just don't know. And that's what makes it so exciting uh, to, to watch. And I, that's why I can't wait to see it. And Mike, I'm going to throw out one more thing at you that I can't wait for, okay? And bear, bear with me as I, I explain, as I explain this. So to this point, every main character that Cobra Kai has brought back from, from Dan LaRusso all da on down has interacted with main characters whom they've interacted with before. Right. So for example, Dan uh -huh. LaRusso La and Johnny Lawrence, they've interacted before. They did that in, 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 in one and two. Uh, you know, John Kreese and Johnny Lawrence, obviously they re, uh, they, they've interacted before. Uh, when Daniel went to Okinawa and, and sees Kumiko and uh, Chosen, obviously those characters have interacted before. In Cobra Kai season four, you have to assume that at some point, Terry Silver is going to interact with Johnny Lawrence. And this is yep. going to be the first time in the series that two main characters from the films have interacted for the first time. That's a good point. And I personally can't wait to see how, how that works because the, the, only, the only mention to this point about Terry Silver really uh, in the series came in the, in the season one when Johnny Lawrence was, uh, was trying to get Cobra Kai reinstated into the right. All-Valley Tournament. The committee makes a mention of Terry Silver and Johnny Lawrence says point blank, I don't know who that is. So Johnny right. Lawrence has no clue about Terry Silver. He doesn't know the history. He doesn't know what he did, who he is, what he's done. And so I, I can't wait to see that, how, how that, how that uh, uh, pairing, that meeting is going to work. I mean, I, I can see it going in like so many different ways. But I can, I can first like see like Johnny Lawrence like, who the fuck's this? <laughs> like well, this sure. guy comes in a ponytail. Like who the fuck are you, dude? Sure. Well, absolutely. I mean, that's a really good point. And I think that it's, yeah, it just speaks to, again, like a, a franchise I did not think was deep enough to warrant this kind of discussion, <laughs> you know, right, right. Like, like when it started out and just how deep Cobra Kai's gotten. And that's, that is, that is awesome. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. You know, and it's, and it's also an interesting thing because I think to me, one of the big themes about Cobra, of, of Cobra Kai, right, is mm -hmm. that the, you know, that, that like, that like LaRusso and, and Lawrence are, and I'm just going by last names now. Too yeah, that's, yeah. Clear things up. That, that LaRusso and Lawrence are, you know, like kind of unable to move, move on right mm -hmm. you know like they're like their rivalry has come back you know they're they're all this stuff and it's like and it's like it's interesting to me to and and as what you're saying like people are only interacting with people in their pasts for the most part mm -hmm. and you know all this stuff and so it's just it's it's like to add a new dimension to that and start to like start to you know kind of kind of you know we you know i don't know what the right way to put this is like the kind of you know bring these different threads together mm -hmm. yeah uh, yeah you know, you're, yeah you're right i mean it's it is it is a really exciting thing and hey you know beyond all that we haven't even talked about how uh the, it's already been renewed for a fifth season yes exactly and so, the other you know, and there's other characters
there's other characters that I, we, you know, still, you know, you can bring in. I know, for example, um, Sean Kanan, who played Mike Barnes in the third movie. He was the the okay. other main antagonist. You know, okay. uh, he was the one they brought in to beat Dan LaRusso um, uh, in the All Valley. He, 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 Sean Kanan, the actor, he's talked openly and publicly about hoping he get he he gets brought in. Okay. You know, at some point, yeah, he, you know, he would love it. And we talked about this last episode. Uh, will Hillary Swank make an appearance as well, Julie Pierce? Because right. you know, listen, next Karate Kid uh, is considered part of the Miyagi verse. The the, the the phrase you 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 coined. So it's just that. Well, and like maybe I'm just I'm just gonna say you coined it. I'm pretty sure you did it. But I'm gonna say it anyway. I'm gonna Go throw you that bone. I'll, I'll I'll take it. <laughs> but but no, and that's what's really cool because now you're bringing in these 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 threads from the Miyagi verse that have never interacted and interwoven before. And you know, there, and there, there's so many things you can do. And you're right. I think I think not only is season five. Being greenlit, I think they already finished the the they already um finished the filming of it. I, you know, well that's amazing. I mean, the only the only thing that could get me more excited about season five, and it, well, 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 I mean season four too, but season five than I am right now is if Rocky shows up. Oh, say. how cool would that be? Like, you know, he <laughs> just finally the in. crossover happens. Yeah. Like he comes in, like you know, like you're like, hey, yo, like, oh my god, <laughs> that, yeah, yeah, I'll yeah. be honest, that would be cool. Would, that'd I'd be really I'd, stupid, but that would be really, would, that would be really, be, really cool. It would be hysterical. I mean, I really, <laughs> I would, I would give anything oh. to see Sylvester Stallone. You know, like, like trying to, I don't know, God, I don't even know what it would be. Because I mean, I mean, he's not exactly going to be doing karate, but, no, uh, but that would be very fun. It would just be oh my god! I mean, I, yeah, you have to. I feel. You know, it's funny. I think the way you do it is you kind of, um, you kind of do like a, a hey yo at the very end of like yeah. one season, and yeah. then you have like all like, all gears to figure out what to do. Terry, tell, Terry Silver needs to make a call. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's like the one call you never believe me make, yeah. and it's like, and that that I think is where the series would jump the shark yes. but it would jump the shark in the greatest way ever yes i mean <laughs> yes to, yes that that would be great like if you know they the last season right like mm -hmm. they're just giving and they've just given up at this point yes yeah. that would be yeah, that would be amazing so mike i want to end with this uh there was another um when Netflix was releasing, uh, you know, the, 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 they released like two or three trailers about uh, uh, a, a new season of Cobra Kai. And uh, one of the trailers shows a very quick scene uh, with Dan LaRusso and Terry Silver in which Terry tells him point blank, you just don't want to admit that there's always been a little bit of Cobra Kai in you. Okay. And if you think about that, that is such a true statement because we we talked last episode about how Daniel LaRusso was not your typical victim. He was a little bit of a hothead. Yes. And he definitely has his, his moments, his anger issues. You know, in Karate Kid 3, he was trained briefly by Terry Silver. He was trained by Cobra Kai. Mm -hmm. And you, you touched upon something very interesting, you know, that how um, Dan LaRusso and Johnny Lawrence have never really been able to sort of move past all this. But really, it's, they're, they're both ultimately to blame for that because it was Johnny Lawrence that brought back Cobra Kai. Right. It was Daniel LaRusso who tried to fight against Cobra Kai. If none of this happens, John Kreese doesn't come back. And by extension, Terry Silver doesn't come back. So all these, all these things they're dealing with really are, are the result of their own invention, of their own vanity, their own ego. Oh. So it's it's almost it's almost like you know, these are kind of Cobra Kai themes, you know, in a way it's almost like Star Wars and the dark side. You know, there's 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 darkness there. And I'm just I'll be curious if any of that gets explored because Terry Silver's not wrong. Dan LaRusso, he he's a bit of a prick. I'm just thinking, what if George Lucas shows up? 
Ooh. No, I'm just now. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> let's no, bring up I, I, This is good. All I, I feel like I feel like Darth Vader showing up would be a little too far. But but uh, I think I think we can only go so far as Rocky. I, yeah, th- I think I think Rocky, people can. But yeah, you yes. can't bring back like intergalactic characters. No, Rocky works, be, right? Though 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 Chewbacca, I'd, I'd watch it. But uh, I'd, I'd but, watch it. I'd watch you know, it. Just... Come on. But, uh, but yeah. But I I don't know. That's an interesting thing. I yeah. I mean, I wonder. God, season four is going to be so cool, Nev. Yeah. I wonder there's, what's going to happen. There, I, there's so there's so much, Mike. I mean, like, I just, I, I don't even know, like, like, I don't even know what we're going to talk about next week. I mean, do we talk more about this? Do we talk? I mean, I just, I don't know. I'm just, I'm so, I'm so excited for this episode, this, this series. I can't wait to watch it, and uh, I just can't wait to see uh, uh, what direction we take us, Mike. It's going to be a lot of fun, and this is a fun episode, buddy. I'm glad we finally got to do this. Yeah, Thank, I'm glad we fit this in <laughs> before your your house like falls to the ground. I'm about to say, I mean, I don't see sparks flying anywhere, so I think we're we're good for now. Knock on wood, exactly. Well, folks, you all enjoy season four of Cobra Kai dropping tomorrow december 31st on netflix so that's going to do it for this week's episode of things that matter with mike and nev happy new year to all we're going to be back with all new episodes regularly in 2022 for michael feldman i'm nevin barich it's the things that matter